Open our lips, O God, that our mouths might proclaim your praise. Amen. I wonder what they would say, these who are gathered here on our steps. I wonder what they would say about life, about what's important, about God, about themselves, from where they are. I wonder what they would say. Well, we do in today's epistle have someone who is offering some thoughts about those questions, about who we are, about who God is. The writer says, see what love God has given us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. Beloved, we are God's children now. What will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this. When the Christ is revealed, we will be like the Christ, for we will see as he is. The writer's saying, just pause a moment. Whatever else is running through your head right now, whatever else might be going on in your life right now, just stop and pause and say, what does it mean? What kind of love is this describing to say, we are God's children now? Not we are God's children if we behave better next week than we did this week. When we achieve X, Y, or Z, But the writer says, we are God's children. That is who we are now. What does that say about the love of God? What does that say about us? That's something we could stand here and just be quiet and reflect on for I don't know how long, but it wouldn't be too long. See what love God has given us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. We are God's children now. The writer does go on to say that there will be a time when more is revealed, and in staff we were going, well, wait a minute, if we're fully God's now, what does that mean, that more will be, what else, what else will be revealed And in looking into this, what the writer's really saying is there's relationship to continue to be lived into with God. I mean, if you think about it, if you've known someone for 20 years, you grow more deeply into that. You experience more who that person is. They experience more who you are. You experience more of who you are over time. And the writer's saying, as people who are in relationship with God, an ongoing relationship, there is more to be revealed And there will be a day when we see Christ face to face and realize that we are as is Christ. Now, I won't ask for a show of hands, but I'm wondering how many of you um, 
when you get up first thing in the morning, look in the mirror and go, there's Jesus. There is the Christ. We don't talk about sin a lot in the Episcopal Church, but if we want to start with sin, that mirror might be the place we start. Because if we don't look in the mirror and say, that is the Christ, then we are sinning. Remembering that sin is about relationship that's broken or distorted. Sin isn't, as I say a million times, about cussing and drinking. When my relationships are broken or distorted with myself or with God or with you or other people, I tend to cuss and drink more because I'm not really content with what's going on inside. And sin is about looking in the mirror and not seeing the Christ. Looking in the mirror and not saying, I am God's child now. Regardless of what else is going on in my life, that's where we start. We will see that we are like the Christ. The writer is saying this certainly for us to contemplate, to know this, to take into our hearts and souls. And the writer is also offering this to say, how then do we approach the world from this? Take the time to contemplate regularly, early and often, as we like to say in Chicago. Take time to contemplate. You are the beloved of God. Not when you grow up, not when you behave better. I'm certainly not as much a child of God as that person seems to be. You are the beloved of God now. And the writer does remind us that we need to remind ourselves of this. The writer goes on to say, the world does not know us because the world does not know God. I don't read that as, ah, there are people who know God and there are people who don't know God. What it's saying is there are messages in the world that say we are not the children of God. We are somehow less than. One, one uh, interpretation, one translation of the word Satan is the accuser who says, you know, you're really not. I mean, you think about Jesus in the wilderness being tempted. What the devil's trying to make him think is all these things that he's really not. You're really not this. And he actually is pretty slick because it's kind of flattering. Oh, you must be this, you must be that. And Jesus having to say, no, that's not who I am. And when the world is offering its messages to us that somehow we are less than, or somehow we are the decision that we made last week, or somehow we are the decision that we made last year, and that still defines us, that's a voice and a spirit that does not know God. That is a voice and a spirit that is not coming from love. The world doesn't understand it because it's not operating from that place. Remember that when you are experiencing that voice, those voices, wherever they come from, that say you're less than, you're defined by that, this is what we must remember. We are God's children. Now, all of us. It's why whenever we gather for Eucharist, we quote those words of Jesus, do this in remembrance. You've forgotten who you are. We have forgotten who we as a people are. And so here are these elements and take them in remembrance that what do those elements proclaim? We don't say you get the elements if you had a better week this week than last week or if you did this or that. We say, here are the elements because they're not ours, they're God's. And how much love 
does that say? That no one's taken notes or doing measurements. Beloved, we are God's children now. Do this in remembrance now. And so I wonder about how, how is it that things are different when I start from that place? How are things different in terms of how I experience myself and approach myself when I start from that place? In addition to taking Advil a lot more, uh, one of the gifts of growing older is that I find I'm getting ever so slightly more generous towards myself. Wish it didn't take so long, and I wish the days were more than they weren't. What does it take to be generous to ourselves? What does it take to forgive ourselves? You are God's child now. How does this impact the way we relate to one another and to the world about us, recognizing that everybody is God's child now? How does it make us more forgiving? How does it make us more generous? It's not saying that we won't have those come-to-Jesus days where we have to stop and confront one another and say, you know, this behavior on my part or your part or our part really is not bringing life, but we're not doing it as a measure of our worth. We're doing it from a place of security, of saying, we're the children of God. What's it going to take for us to get back to that place? So I find myself coming back to the question from where they sit, what would these folks say to us today? I'm wondering if they wouldn't say some things like, you don't see this about yourself? This truth, this reality of being God's child? You can't forgive yourself for that? You really want to hold on to that thing? Or some days they might look at us with a, a wonderful, caring, generous smile and say, what I'm really experiencing is you're living really kind of puffed up about yourself because you're really scared. I wonder what they would say to us about ourselves, about God and about life. Because All Saints Day is about knowing who we are. All Saints Day is about the wisdom of the ages. As a species, we're learning new things all the time. The writer of that letter that we read today didn't know about atoms and quarks and quantum theory and all that kind of stuff. But what the writer does know about is love. Love's universal. Love is wisdom. And that is beyond generations. What the writer is offering us today is something that is from the heart and soul of wisdom. Know who you are. Know who we are. Can we even begin to fathom the fact that in a human being, God came to us? What does that tell us? See what love God has given us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are.
Beloved, we are God's children now.